Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. That was anticlimactic. Unless one of us is the assassin. Still clear. I'm coming. I'm sorry. Not really too exciting. It squealed in my head. You punch Doran in the shoulder when you see an orc. I thought orcs played Warden first. I think that second glass didn't go down quite right. Jack, look. Benny's tired. Here's an empty oil flask. So it didn't hurt you? I'm invested now. How dare you? What? Well, at least down here, we're somewhat hidden. You know, assassins would have a very difficult time finding us, I think. Like, you know, we're off the roads, off the beaten track. Unless one of us is the assassin. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is episode 143, Earn an Honest Buck. MVP this week goes to Knife Martin, who's been live blogging their listen-through on our Discord. Thanks, Knife Martin! 
This one's for you, buddy. Malevolent, our sister show, is now a part of Rusty Quill. There are so many great shows and people under the Rusty Quill banner, and there's no place better to talk to these shows than the unofficial Rusty Quill Discord server, run by our friend Mr. F. You can join the server by following at Mr. F from Reddit and following the link in his bio. We love interacting with Malevolent fans there and other members of the Rusty Quill team. Check it out now if you're looking for more communities to engage with. All right, should we do this? Let's do it. Yeah. Time passes strangely in the depths of the tunnels beneath the Valley of Kedrun. Over hours and hours, the rhythmic, plodding steps of the Rafe and the squeak of the minecart wheels act as a pendulum swinging, maybe cause you to remember other things with persistence, trance-like. You're troubled with the memory of a drummer accompanying a fireside chant, the loneliness of a wave-beaten shore, of watching your lover's pulse as they sleep. The darkness is total, oppressive, and comforting in turns, depending on your own internal prejudice. The four of you travel on, atop your minecarts, maybe. What do we see? Red's up front, behind the Rothe, just taking a look out. I feel like enough time has passed that he's sort of laying on the on the cart. Yeah. He kind of sits up every once in a while, peeks around, takes a look. Still clear! <laughs> mm-hmm. And lies back down. Yeah, I mean, Jack's got his lantern on, uh, you know, tent pole, and he's, he hasn't lit it yet. He's down to his last flask of oil, so he's trying to, you know, play it safe and sort of mm-hmm. go back to those, like, just the weird dim gray shadows he sees with dark vision, and, and you know, which are really hard to read by. It, it's a real shame. <laughs> so he's looking at all the books he'd like to read better, but is running out of oil to read by. You didn't know when you set out on this journey that you were going to be spending a bunch of time in the tunnels. It wasn't wasn't a really thoughtful plan we, when we tracked down here. Who? Who'd have thunk? Next time, though, when we're going to deliver supplies as a, on a first-level quest, we'll, we'll be ready. Kraloth is sitting on the very back wagon, his legs dangling over the edge, just looking into the darkness behind them, not really watching to see if anything's following, more just watching as the walls of the tunnel continue past and the struts supporting the the ceiling Go by one by one by one. Doran sits up front and he's smoking a cigarette while he's sharpening his axe with a big whetstone. And he says, well, at least down here, we're somewhat hidden. You know, assassins would have a very difficult time finding us, I think. Like, you know, we're off the roads, off the beaten track. Unless one of us is the assassin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. I'm bored. I'm so bored. Anyone want to play a uh, a game? I'm thinking of a number. Or, or what humanoid am I? Or, or Punch Orky? Seven. Is it seven? Yeah, it, it was seven, yeah. Seven, dwarf, and what was the last question? Mm. Punch Orky. You punch Doran on the shoulder when you see an orc. <laughs> oh, okay. I haven't seen an orc. <laughs> I thought orcs would warn him first. Yeah. I like the idea that we play card games when we're traveling, though. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the fantasy equivalent of card oh, games. Yeah. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I see a peasant with one <laughs> ear and a rotten eye. <laughs> Ew. I spy with my dark vision eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, Something that that's is gray. gray. <laughs> is it rocks? Yep. It's rocks. No, we're colorblind, though. It's like, 
Oh, everything. that's a good joke too. Yeah, that's, that's the actual joke. <laughs> that was the joke. <sighs> the Rothes slow down and stop. One of them looking over its shoulder at you, Doran. Uh oh. <laughs> they've uh they've stopped and they're looking at me like they need direction. What? Huh? Maybe they're hungry. And Doran hops down and walks in front, looking into the darkness. Roll perception. Ooh. A 17. Hey. Mm. Nice. What do my dark eyes perceive? Ooh. Uh, Doran, <laughs> peering ahead down the mine track into the darkness, you see that there's some growth of lichen along one of the rocks just to the left. Mm. Apart from that, nothing else excites your vision. I think Red hops down from the front cart and enters in the frame, stands up beside Dorn. Hey, Dorn, what's the holdup? I don't know, but if you look up there, there seems to be some of that, uh, you know, some some undergrowth down here. Now, uh, I have to ask myself, if the Rothay eat the undergrowth and they're stopping and not going towards it, maybe there's something they know that we don't know. Hey, uh... Jack, Rayloth, why don't, why don't you guys come up here? Mm. Yeah. Ah, uh, what's wrong, Benny? Red rubs the Roth, eh? <laughs> everything okay, bud? Benny. It kind of tosses its heavy horns at you, enjoying your brief scratch. Ah. Ludo. <laughs> <laughs> are these beasts? They are beasts. <laughs> are they beasts? Beasts of bird. No, but like... Well, they're not they're not humanoids, and they're not... No, uh, but they could be monstrosities. I don't know. Oh, or fey. There's a lot of options. Like, <laughs> they're so. humanoids they walking on tiny, their... Tiny, tiny wings <laughs> hidden underneath their harness. Do, yeah. But do all fey have wings? No, no I'm oh. just fucking around. Well, I don't know. I'm still learning. I'm going to stop. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to use my primeval awareness. Beasts recognize me as a kindred spirit. Through simple sounds and gestures, I can communicate simple ideas to the beast as an action, reading its basic mood and intent. Mm. So I feel like as the others join, Red just scratching is like, Dawn thinks it's some reason up there that stopped them. But I think Benny just wants some scratches. And I'll spend a minute while the others are talking. Maybe with that, I suggest to Jack, hey, why don't we go up? And, And I start to walk up towards this lichen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing. You get it? Have you heard that one? Right. No one laugh. <laughs> no one laugh. It won't stop if we laugh. Oh, like I just I just think lichens are neat. What is a lichen? Yeah, what makes it different than like a mushroom? Well, it's a, it's a symbiotic creature actually. There's two different tiny bugs living together and it grows like a plant. It's super cool. Uh, um Oh, oh, you're talking about this plant. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, oh. it's a lichen. Yeah, no, it, it's um it's not a plant. Is it edible? Technically. Yeah. Oh. And Kralov gets like really close, probably too close to this. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Doran and Kralov are like on, down on their hands and knees looking at this <laughs> stuff. Excellent. Is it growing like on the rail tracks? It's growing all up the side of the left cavern wall. I might break out the lantern with yeah. my, my bullseye lantern and and spend the last of my oil to read by to to get a better examination of this of this lichen up close just to investigate the scene a little bit. It attacks. I'm liking what I'm seeing here. Hilarious. Yeah. Kraloth might take his uh, goggles off as well. Ah, yeah. Okay. On closer examination under lantern light, you see that this lichen is 
teal and purple in kind of rings, concentric rings growing out from the center of each specific growth. And as you approach, it sort of slightly flutters, almost as if under a current of water. (sighs) Now, I don't know about you, but this is either extremely poisonous Mm -hmm. or extremely delicious. It's only one of those two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is is that natural and expected from this kind of lichen, or is there anything that might stand out about it, or might I might have read about in a in a book somewhere? I don't know that you're f- super familiar with the lichens of the underdark. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, you can roll a nature check with disadvantage. Sure, I'm gonna cast guidance on Jack. I see him looking at this. <laughs> And mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, I know where this, no, is this beats me, Jack. And I put a hand on his shoulder and cast guidance. Sure. Nice. In the meantime, Red, you detect that this Rothe that you are giving scritches to. Benny. Benny has got weary eyes. Oh, what's wrong, Benny? Beer, uh, beery. Oh, he's drunk. Everyone, he's oh. fucking drunk. <laughs> Who put this giant plastic beer holder hat on him with two straws? Uh, I thought it would be funny. Benny's tired. Oh. Benny needs to take a rest. Oh. Guys, Benny's tired. Benny needs a rest. What about you, Brenda? Who's Benny? And oh. I lean over to look at the Rothe behind. Mm-hmm. Brenda, do you need a rest too? <laughs> Brenda tosses her Ooh. horns. Oh. Uh. Well, maybe we can find a spot to take a, a little nap. Uh, what do you guys say? Well, hey, what are you looking at? Red says and slowly walks over to these ones liking the like. It's just a neat plant. What'd you get on your... I got I got a 15 with, with the guidance, yeah. Yeah, you're not super familiar with the plants of the Underdark, but from what you can suppose, um, based on the plant's movement and uh, exotic colorings, it's probably not something that you would want to just foolhardily take yeah. a big mouthful of. Yeah, I, I'm nervous around strange underground plants. I definitely think, you know, it. things flutter and have funky colors, especially in the dark for reasons that warn off predators and stuff. It's, I, even if we could get them to Rothe to move back a little bit, who knows what kind of spores or something this could put out. It could be, it could be a whole situation here i don't know i mm. it, could, it could be nothing it's it is yeah. just a weird plant in the underdark i just don't know much about it maybe they just stop because they're tired and uh i'm i'm reading into this maybe it's just yeah what do you think we let them off the leash and uh, let them roam and they can eat what they uh know what's good for them i imagine i don't think they're hungry i think they're just tired let's well just, let's unhook let's... them either way you know, well, let's not. Un- well, I mean, we could. Why don't we go up a little bit? Maybe there's a place we can rest. This is kind of a tight tunnel. Red says and looks around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's fairly close on either side. Maybe four or five feet uh, between the sides of the tracks and the wall. Okay, Benny, you okay to go a little further? This is the only time Alex has not made an animal sound when the opportunity <laughs> has presented itself. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> it's a nod, yes. Or- it sh- nods, yes. I don't know it, how it would communicate with you, but it would go. <laughs> ah, that means yes, yes. Yep, yep. All right, let's go. There's, there's a joke in there I missed, but damn it. <laughs> Give me one for yes or two for no. <laughs> That's yes, yes. Let's go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
I'll uh, uh, hop up and lead Benny. Maybe I'll even stay on foot to, to make sure he doesn't get too tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you unclip the animals? Um, no. 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 Okay. No. They they slowly drag the minecarts a few more feet, and then they they don't move anymore. All right. Well, I I guess we unclip the minecarts, right? This seems like a bad idea, though. Well, is it that they don't want to go into the the spores? Nah, they're just tired. I mean, we can just rest here then, I suppose. And Red sort of looks behind and looks forward. No reason why not. I mean, the tunnel's a tunnel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And we don't know how much further up it goes before we we get to another, uh, you know, uh, breaking point where it kind of opens up a bit. Like, yeah, it's true. We've been in this tunnel for, I I I don't even know what day it is. How has it been hours or days? From my calculations, we're we're near the end of our journey, right? Is that you're about like middle of of yeah. day two. Yeah, I mean, oh, is four. it? A, have we slept already a day? Oh, uh, yeah. I think you guys have just dozed off on the top of the mine carts because cool. they haven't stopped before now. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. All right. Well, I guess here's as good as anywhere. Then mm-hmm. uh, we'll just take a nappy nap. Yeah, sure. Well, they will. We'll do something, I guess. Oh, I'll take a nappy nap. Yeah, I'll take a nap too. I'll uh, I'll play a game with uh, Jack. Yeah. Uh, what humanoid am I? It's an elf. Fuck. It is. Good good, good guess. All right. Well, you pick one next time, Jack. Uh, okay, I got one. What humanoid am I? What's a humanoid? Is that your favorite <laughs> enemy? Kraloth turns to Jack and says, So, um, you want to take a little bit of that? Should we take some? I'm, I'm nervous about that, given how close we are. Because what if disturbing it is what causes it to release a bunch of deadly spores or something? It's yeah. not my forte, and I... Yeah. Don't touch the lichen. No. No, just leave leave it where it lies. It's it's best to just leave it. But how are we supposed to discover delicious new ingredients if we don't take potentially delicious ingredients? Oh, I I mean, I there there is a long and storied tradition of somebody being bold in that way. I guess it's a question of It's not wrong. Uh is are is getting this these rothe to the other side a bigger part of our mission or is finding new ingredients? And that's Honestly, how do don't you weigh challenge those? them like that? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think they need to be one or the other. I think it's very easy to just grab one and put it in a beaker or something. But no, if you guys don't want to pick the lichen because you're scared, then that's okay. Here's an empty oil flask. Why don't you wait till we're a little ways down the way? I'll stand watch and you do what you got to do. <laughs> Kraylot just fucking explodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to pick no lichen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick the lichen. Just take some. Just take some. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait till. I'm gonna We're, do what Jack requests. Wait for the beast. Well, to yeah, and yeah. Pass the lichen, and then I'll pick the lichen. Because I mean, imagine if it's explosive. Oh man, that'd be great. Well, yeah. Unless explosive it's... lichen. Imagine we got beakers of explosive lichen. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be handy, right? Uh, so Red and Jack drive these cattle essentially pulling the mine carts forward maybe a hundred feet down yeah, the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shine the light back on them just to be like, any time now. Yeah, and then and then turn around and yeah, Red sits with like his fists on his chin, poised the top watching with a big smile, excited to see what will happen. Whatever happens, we're excited. Go for it, boys. All right. Maybe uh, you stand over there, Doran, just in case it does explode. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll be okay either way, I hope. Huh. 
Doran's not really concerned. He sort of stands there with his hands leaning on his axe. And Kraloth finds a little tiny piece of lichen that's kind of off to the edge. Mm. And uh, all of a sudden, after all of this buildup, he's actually a bit nervous. He hesitantly reaches <laughs> his hand into this little piece of lichen, a single bead of sweat going down his forehead. As your fingers approach the lichen getting closer and closer, you're not sure if it's your own imagination or if you're truly hearing just this ringing in your ears. Hmm. I hear a ringing in my ears. Do it, Kraloff. Do it. I, I I hear a ringing. Show us that we're the uh, chickens. Do it. Uh-huh. Can I do a survival check? <laughs> yes. And, and Kraloff's uh, survival out. is Jack, always look, like. Look, he pulled his hand back. It's always <laughs> related to his god. So can I be like, yo, Rael, mm-hmm. is this a good idea? Mm-hmm. You can roll it. And she's probably going to say yes, and then I'm going to fucking explode. <laughs> Wheel and roll. <laughs> this is going to be so mundane. You. I'm excited. This is okay, like two okay. People just- that is 21. Whoa. Okay. You hear the voice of your goddess in your head saying, do what thou wilt. Eh, what the hell? And Kraloff picks it. The sound that was once a ringing becomes a terrible, high-pitched scream. (laughs) And then as soon as you pluck the piece of lichen, it stops. And you're just holding a piece of lichen in your hand. The color is somewhat dimmer than previous, but smells a little bit like maybe oregano? Mm. (laughs) Well, that was unsettling, but it smells like oregano, oregano, which is very settling. What, um... (laughs) Don't validate this action with actual spices. <laughs> it's moss. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> one potentially delicious spice. Yeah. Every time you pick off now, a tiny... Now this is going to be a thing. Yeah. Do you realize what you did? <laughs> Every time you pick off a tiny piece of this lichen, you hear the same terrible scream in your head. <laughs> the scream of agony. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it can't be that bad. Doran watches this and obviously doesn't hear any of the screaming. So, Mm-mm. you know, he just sees Kraloth like reach towards the lichen and then stop. And then kind of do some internal thinking and then reach and pick it. And like he looks really shocked and then puts it in the jar and <laughs> Yeah. Every time his eyes go wide. Well that was um that was anticlimactic. Anticlimactic? What are you talking about? Smell this. And Kraloth holds up the beaker to Doran's nose. <laughs> um well, it smells like, yeah, it smells like, I guess, it uh, smells herby, I guess, yeah. Not, it's not really too exciting. It's oregano, Doran. It's oregano. Come on. And Kraloth walks back to the, the last cart. Yeah, Doran, too. Sort of shrugging. <laughs> I think Kraloth is going to bring it to Jack and uh, hand it over to him. He says, save some for cooking purposes. But interesting thing about this, it squealed in my head what now i don't know if that's a normal lichen property it's never happened to me before i didn't even know the word lichen until now but maybe i've seen stuff like this on trees but i think it's weird that it was screaming in my head and doran couldn't hear it yeah i couldn't hear it i was just about to say you're, you you heard screaming yeah, yeah i heard screaming in my head i don't think it was my own anxieties i think this time it was the lichen because it disappeared as soon as i picked it 
Doran kind of gives this like bewildered look to Jack and Red. Sort of like, is our friend losing his mind type of look. <laughs> this is one of those like, this smells bad, smell it kind of situations. And now I got to go pick some lichen before we can move the adventure forward. Hold up, full stop. Ah. Red, you're up at the front, right? With yeah. the, the first Rothe. Yeah. As you look back and you see Kraloth and Doran interacting with Jack, you notice that the distance between the two Rothe is wider than it used to be. <laughs> good, good job, boys. Oh, oh, hold on, Betty, Betty. And I hop up. Boys, Benny's still moving. Uh, you, hurry up. Oh. Come on, Benny. Whoa. And I pull Benny a little bit. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Ooh. Torture your mushrooms later. Doran kind of uh, escorts Jack as well. Lichen's not a mushroom. That's a fungus. It's a symbiotic. It screamed. I think it's alive. What? That, no, I'm not. No argument. It's alive. Hurry up. <laughs> I'm, co- I'm coming. I'm sorry. We're coming. Yeah, Doran joins. So, Kraloth, you collected some lichen. Jack, did you actually run back I, there to Yeah, to if, grab there, some if there was time to run back there and... and it depends how fast you are at you running. You got Thunderstep. You could do it. <laughs> uh, I'll catch up. <laughs> Cave in. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's great. All right, you come back with however much vegetation you feel like, or insect, or whatever I the I just hell. wanted to experience it for myself. Oh, yeah. You, you totally experience all that stuff that yeah. I described. Fascinating. It is just as Kraloth told it to you. Yeah. Cool, right? It's really cool. Did you hear the screaming too? Oh yeah, no, it's totally, it's a, uh, I've never described anything like that before. Fascinating. Uh, we, wow. Red, are you, are you around the corner? What? I don't know. I'm doing the job we're on. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're coming, we're coming. Driving a Rothe. I tried to slow it. Oh, come it's on. It's not listening to you. Yeah, no, it's doing its own thing, boys. See oh, you Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not like stampeding out no, of I know, sight. I know, I know. But the, Distance between the two Rothe is definitely slowly getting a little bit wider. Who's behind uh, Betty? Benny? No, that's Brenda. Oh, Brenda. Benny? Come on, Benny. Come on. All right. Go back for Brenda. Uh, here, let me try. Maybe it's a weight thing. And Kraloth hops off of the back wagon and goes towards the front wagon. Hops up there with Red. Yeah. There. Maybe our combined weights will slow it down. <laughs> Maybe. He seems pretty driven. Hmm. Benny, what's going on, bud? Can I try to read his mood and intent again? Yeah, you want to spend a minute just... Yeah, Red just like flops on his back. <laughs> He's like holding him. <laughs> Let me just read you. <laughs> You're like not that much bigger than he is either. I mean, they're strong, muscular beasts, but they're still medium-sized. So I love oh, I, I love the idea of Red just draped over the whole body of cool. this creature to read its... It's not even going that fast, but Red is like, for some reason, struggling to hold on. Whoa! Oh, no! Ah! Kraloth's just sitting there. You see Red just like static on it, but for some reason making it seem like he's about to fall off. Oh, no! This is the man that was hired to kill you, Doran. What? Yeah, I know. And meanwhile, Doran's holding Brenda's reins, kind of pulling her. Come on. Come on. Hurry up a bit. Yeah. Benny seems fine. Benny's having a great day. Oh. oh. Benny, Benny seems fine. Uh, Kraloth, you stay here. And Red stands uh-huh. up on the back and runs off the back towards Brenda. Yeah. Kraloth, now that you're in the front, you see that you're starting to round a corner a little bit. And there's someone there. Someone is standing by the minecart tracks up ahead, maybe about 50 feet away. Uh, uh, <laughs> Brenda, what's wrong with you? And Brenda's dragging her Rothe feet. Clone. And I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do my bestial insight. Okay. It takes a minute though, right? Yep. 
In the meantime, Benny's just continuing to move forward towards this figure. Okay, all right. Uh, stop. Stop, buddy. Stop. Uh-huh. Guys, there's a person. And meanwhile, Doran's like coming up to Kralov. Hop off! I don't think they go unless we're not on them. Unless we're on them. No, they go so long as the load's hooked up. Oh, that's it. Yeah, Doran grabs the pin of Benny and un- unlatches the... I must have missed that direction. And Kralov pops <laughs> down. Oh, I was one, one thing oh. I actually retained there. When you're but... as meticulous as Doran, you don't let details like that slip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? But but guys... Who the hell is that? Guys, there's a person around the corner. Look. Look over there. Yeah. What? What the hell is that? Is it another lizard person? I don't know. I don't think so. It hasn't attacked us yet. Anyone with dark vision would peer through the gloom and you see that there is a goblin standing behind a table at the side of this mine track. Hmm. Red leaves Brenda and joins the others. Yeah. Ah, would you look at that? I'm going to spend... Uh, that's a minute. Nah. Not gonna bother. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I know what you're going to use and you've never used it. I know. know your enemy. Yeah. You want to see your it's cool time. skills. That sounds great. I do. If anyone could size up a goblin, it's Doran. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, hell, then I'll I'll finish my minute with Brenda instead. Then and yeah, two things at once. My minute with Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> so Doran's gonna stand there and he's gonna spend a minute observing. Uh, and I want to learn if uh, they're equally superior or inferior to your wife <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> good one. <laughs> when it comes to total class level and. I don't know. What do you guys think? Strength, dexterity, constitution, armor class. Hit points. Hit points? Okay. Cool. Both of them are inferior to your own. Hmm. So this is a, a lower level and less vital creature. Yeah. So Doran kind of turns and he says, well, it's just a little, it's just a little, uh, just a little guy. Goblin. Yeah. And, uh, well, I've had dealings with goblins before. <laughs> Should we go up and talk with it? See what's going on? Might as well. There's only one road out of here. In the meantime, Red, you find out by staring a minute into Brenda's eyes that Brenda is sad. Aww. Oh. Brenda, what's wrong? Brandy. Brenda's actually making a soft little home, home, oh, home sound. Hmm. Oh, Brenda. And I give her some scratches. There's no reason to be sad. What's wrong, little Brenda? Can you look at what's causing your grief? Is it your chain? And Red like tries to tug at her straps. Is this too tight? Her flanks are warm to the touch. Her eyes are moist and glassy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, just stay here. I'm going to figure out what's wrong with you, okay? I got to see what they're doing, though. And Red jogs over. Mm-hmm. As you are all standing around for a minute, mm-hmm. variously discussing the goblin and looking into the Rothay's eyes and whatnot, the goblin kind of gives you guys a little wave. Red waves back. Hello! Oh. Doran kind of starts walking already, and, and he approaches the goblin. Yeah, Kraloff follows. And Red does too. Hello there. Uh, what are you doing up here? Welcome to Prango's Delight. Be amazed. Mm. It's Prango herself. Ooh. Oh, I- oh wow. Oh. Hi there, Prango. Prango's delight. Mm. Mm. What is this, a little shop you've got set up here? Yes! 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 Oh, yes, it is. Ah, uh, Prango has this. She reaches down underneath her table and 
all of the muscles straining in her little physique, she mm-hmm. pulls this huge pitcher of liquid up onto the top of the table and it sloshes just a little bit. The hell is this? Huh. It's a lemonade stand. You've come such a long way. Take a rest. Take a rest. Have some ilk sap. Just one gold per cup. I think as this is happening, you know, Doran's kind of looking around. Looking for anything out of the ordinary possible ambush traps mm-hmm. in our immediate vicinity. Surely it can't be this good a deal. <laughs> <laughs> One golden cup. Well, it is a little bit odd. <laughs> Never trust a goblin. This yeah, you goblin, can roll a perception oh check. So that's going to be a uh, 21. <sighs> wow. Ooh. Doran, you do not detect the presence of any other creatures besides yourselves and this one goblin in the stretch of tunnel. Mm. Uh, You don't perceive any signs of ambush. You do perceive a little goblin. She's wearing a mishmash assortment of clothes. Most of them seem to be too big for her. Mm. And she's very excited Mm -hmm. to sell you this beverage. Hmm. Do you get many people through here? No! That's why Prango is so excited to see you. What have we got here? What's uh, what's in the liquid? Well, as Prango said, this is Ilk Sap. Ilk Sap. Sure, I'll have one. Red slaps the gold down. Ah. She sets out a little cup and struggles with the pitcher, finally sloshingly pouring you a portion, Red. <laughs> wow. One gold. Now... Um, red picks it up and downs it in one gulp. Ooh, oh. red. It is refreshing. It tastes good, but a little bit like like a parsnip, like a root vegetable type taste. Mm. It's lightly carbonated hmm. and uh, inoffensive. This is delicious. Mm. Boys, wonderful drink. Pringo, wonderful job. Thank you. Very good. That's pretty bold of you just to just drink this free drink from this underground goblin uh, let me try some of that Kraloth reaches over and grabs a cup yeah she again just pours you this pitcher is about the size of her torso and she just wrestles with it <laughs> Pour, it's like a three year old with a milk carton mm, ooh, very nice <sighs> what's ilk sap <sighs> ilk sap is from the ilk? You don't say. What's an ilk? It is a root. Hmm. All right. Oh, I thought you said elk sap. I thought this was elk pee. What is an elk? Oh, it's really cool. It's the animal I always guess to be. Brango, do you live down here? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, by yourself or do you have a, a, a clan? Prango lives with her brother. Oh. Doran's kind of looking around a little flabbergasted that, you know, the lack of concern that Red just displayed in drinking this drink. I mean, he questions fucking everything. (laughs) Unless you're at a bar, in which case... He always questions people's, what their agenda is, if they can be trusted, asking this, that, and the other thing. And then here, we come across a goblin in the deepest, darkest mine shaft selling free drinks, and he's like, gulp. Well, she's adorable. So Doran's just kind of like... Hold on, that was not a free drink. That cost (laughs) me an entire gold. Well, that's true. Fair enough. (laughs) That's not true. I ate a fucking berry from someone's bush once. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. 
Literally, one that thought was poisonous. I threw yeah. it in my mouth and got violently ill. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. But you still, cre- <laughs> but that was your own. That was your own. You found it in a bu- on a bush, right? It wasn't like Red also came did up that, to admittedly, to his own benefit. But when you guys were ex- uh, exploring the Netherese, yeah, also drank tower. something, and yeah. I, oh yeah, and I got a po- uh, like a magic thing from mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm. So it's diarrhea it's, or magic. I was gonna say it's very or just very like Pepsi. Red to yeah. just do the thing that doesn't seem too dangerous. Well. But Doran is a little bit, hmm, so it didn't hurt you? Nah, it feels great. I mean, my tummy's a little sore, but that could be because of all those berries I ate. Hmm. Remember those berries? Jack will put two gold down on the, I don't know, hand two gold over to, to Prango and, and get a cup for Doran and himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's give it a shot. Hey. Prango thanks you. Sounds good to me. And Doran downs it as well. Yeah, she pours you two cups. Mm. It's sour. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like Dorn has a lot of cavities. I don't know. Why. Aww. <laughs> I don't know. Because he doesn't bathe. So, uh, is all you got the the juice, or do you sell anything else too? Uh, oh, oh, Prango wasn't sure that you would be interested in other things. Um, f- first, would you like more Ilksap? I'm good. It was good though. Dorn kind of points to Brenda. Oh yeah, and he nudges uh, nudges Red. Didn't you? Uh, Talk with the animal back yeah, there. Yeah, something seems uh, up with her. Uh, come, I'll tell you if you if you want. And Red starts heading towards Brenda. Well, why don't you give her some of this? I'm sure both the animals could use a drink. I mean, what the hell? Um. Red looks at the lemonade thing. Looks at the Brenda. Looks at the lemonade thing. Yeah, all right. And he buys another glass. Mm-hmm. And then walks back over with it sploshing around towards the Rothay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Doran's kind of helping too. Would you like more Ilksap? Mm, yeah, sure. Awesome. She pours you another glass of this Ooh, same... Oh, here, here. And Kraloff pours out his water skin and then <laughs> holds it out for her. I don't know, what's this? Two or three cups worth? Oh. Like, it's good, Kraloff, yes. but... Eh. Prango, Prango thanks you. She pours almost the full pitcher's worth into your water skin. And then there's just a little bit left in the bottom. And she looks at you, Jack, with these big goblin eyes. Yeah, fill me up. Red and Doran. You bring this glass back to the Rothe. There you go, Brenda. Uh, Maybe you're uh, thirsty. She seems to be upset about something. Sad, I think, even, Doran. Really? Did you say anything to her? I didn't. But, I mean, looking at her, she looks like she could just use a drink. All right. And I hold it under to see if she's tantalized. You want a little bit of this? Brenda holds her face away dramatically from oh. the glass. No, she doesn't want this. Here, Doran, you drink it. Now, now, and Red passes me the drink. So Doran puts a hand on the head, shoulder, neck area of this rothe <laughs> and mm-hmm. looks at Red sort of rolling his eyes a bit and then turns back to the rothe and says... Now, now, Brenda, come on. It might make you feel better. Are you sure you don't want to try a little bit? She turns her head again to the other side. She's sad, Doran. It's not that she's thirsty. Look, Brenda, what's making you sad? Your saddle's not too tight. Uh, Are you tired of walking? Give me one honk for yes, two honks for no. Honk, honk. No. Uh, Hey, wait a minute. Wasn't uh, Benny walking up ahead? Did you and Benny have a fight? (laughs) She just looks down at the track. Is this about Benny? Hmm. 
just looks kind of away. Does she say anything to you? I, 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 I don't know. Give me a one honk for yes. Is this about Benny? Oh, oh. it's about Benny. It is. What did he mm. do? What did he do? Red says, like, turns, <laughs> looks in the vague direction of the other Rothe, and then looks back towards her. Did he say something that hurt you? Or do something? Do you talk? Dorn, I think this is about Benny. Well, you, you know better than I would. Uh, you're you're the one talking to the beast of burden. Dorn's drinking the <laughs> It's not elks. a beast of burden. Don't call her that. Well. She's beautiful. You know, this uh, beast that's pulling our burden, I guess. Well, Look, if Brenda doesn't want to tell us, maybe Benny will tell us. Mm-hmm. Let's go see what we can find out from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The politics of Rathay. Doran's sort of, uh, he doesn't really know if he believes that Red can really talk or understand these creatures. He's just kind of going along with it. Red's just inventing <laughs> these, awesome. like, I love that. Red's dramatic inventing this story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so bored, bored it's clear. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's consumed this ilk sap begins to feel a little bit dizzy. Yeah. Uh, oh. ha, I knew it. God damn it. Well, it was carbonated, so uh, those bubbles had to come from the something. Hmm. So, uh... And Kraloth kind of wipes his forehead a little bit. Uh... Oh. You got any other wares? Yes, a Prango has this painting. And she lifts up a piece of cloth that has been daubed with different colored clays. Uh, my brother made it. He is very talented. Now, I've seen a lot of art objects in my time. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I make of it? It's not more than 100 years old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Certainly not an archaeological find, but maybe there's some artistic merit to it. Would you like to roll a... Oh man, I guess a I would say charisma check, yeah. Uh sure. Let's let's see if I get anything from this art. Maybe it speaks to me. Oh, 19. Mm. Nice. Um certainly to the right collector, it might be very interesting. <laughs> to the untrained eye, it seems a little more than the flailings of an untalented uh hack. But I think that really erases the cultural significance of what is put on display here. If you, you know, it's not mm-hmm. just anybody splashing colors on a canvas. This is, this is goblin art from, you know, I, I, I could see this in a, in a gallery in Waterdeep for sure. Your, your brother should go to Waterdeep. Yeah. I don't think she knows what Waterdeep is. Oh, it's a great city for art. It's got a great art scene. 20 gold. 20 gold. So? Mm, what do you say, Jack? Want to go have these? Uh, well, it's just where where would we put it? I'll take it. Kraloth yes. shoves forth 20 gold. Yes. She rolls it up gingerly and ties it with a length of twine. Ah, good eye. A collector, I see. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. this. Uh, is this like this? This red clay here works really nice with the gray clay. Uh, very, very nice. What else you got? Uh, I, I have this. Prango is not sure if you are ready for this wear. Mm. Oh, Prango, we are at the most roadside stop you can get. There is no more touristy folks than us on a path like this. Lay it on us. Feast your eyes on this. 
Doran turns to Red and he's like, Oh, Red, I don't know. I think I think that second glass didn't go down quite right. I'm feeling a little bit off. I don't know. I feel fine. <sighs> it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. This happens all the time when you try new Maybe it's new foods. Berries. Oh. No, oh yeah. yeah, sure, it's the berries. Anyway, Betty, did you say something to Brenda? Oh. One honk for yes, two for no. <laughs> Benny doesn't say anything. He just shakes his big horns at you. Benny, now you listen to me. Yeah, listen to him. <laughs> did you hurt Brenda's feelings? I'll make you walk extra double time if you don't tell me the truth. Benny looks over his shoulder at you reproachfully. Mm. <gasps> Jack, what does reproachful mean? He didn't ah. say it. The dungeon master said it. Shut up. Who? Look at the way he's looking at you. <laughs> uh, Ilksap makes you aware of the fact that you're playing in a game of yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> reproachful, are you? Ooh. Reproachful. Ah, well, reproachful. Hmm. Ah, how dare he? All right, fine. You don't want to play? You're going to be lugging an extra cart, and we're going to take one off Brenda. How do you like that? Mm. Not unless you go talk to her and... Sort out your differences and get along because we got a lot of, a lot of, excuse me. They got a lot of distance to go. Excuse me. I think I'm going to be sick. It's just in your mind, Doran. Oh, I'm dizzy. (coughs) Now you answer us, Benny. One honk, yes. Two honks, no. Did you say something to Brenda that hurt her feelings? Oh. How dare you? (laughs) Was it because she wanted to be nice to you? Brenda is a sweetheart and a darling. Now you tell me right this instant. Did you make fun of a lopsided horn? Benny hangs his head low. <gasps> How could you? It's beautiful. Then Benny sort of turns and starts to slowly walk back through the darkness toward Brenda. Yeah, you make things right. Meanwhile, Prango, Jack, and Kraloth are all staring down what she's placed on the table. It is a dirty, empty bottle. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm, knew it. And she says, It's a ghost. Uh, Excuse me? Uh, huh. Nope, didn't know it. Is it? Oh, yes. Prango caught this ghost. Kraloth casts Detect Undead. There's nothing in there. Uh, what? Uh. <laughs> is it a goblin-made bottle you or tried is it a to bottle trick from the else? wrong cleric? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, you know, ha, so Jack's um, mage hand is invisible now because he's telekinetic, and so as Kraloth says it's not a ghost or whatever, Jack picks it up with his mind and shakes the bottle vigorously and sets it back down. Yes, Ooh. Prango leaps into the air, pointing. See, see, Prango is not lying. Oh, oh, wow. Seems haunted to me. Uh, the bottle floats a little closer to Prango. Did you do something to make this ghost mad, Prango? No, no, this this ghost was found by me in the darkest stretches of the lowest caverns. Oh, when I, it haunted me when I was sleeping and I woke up, I heard, ooh, Prango! And I picked out a, my strongest bottle and I 
captured the ghost. Inside of it, I lured it in with a song. And then, when the ghost went inside, I put the cork in the bottle, and here we are. Hmm. Mm. Ten gold. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Maybe if the ghost wants to come with us, let's let's see. Maybe I'll put the bottle down on the table and give it a spin. And if it points at one of us, it, it definitely wants to come with us. But but if not, maybe it needs to stay with you. A pet ghost is a really fashionable thing in Waterdeep. It's oh, a- no. Oh, no. I dare not make the ghost inside dizzy or angry. <laughs> I want to give you inspiration. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, really. All right. You're not brave enough, I guess. Oh. 15 gold. Oh. Wait. Price went up. Why did the price go up? Mm. Because it moved. Mysterious (laughs) ways. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't. I don't want to buy it for 15 gold, but maybe 10. Maybe I could be convinced with 10 gold. The bottle slams itself down on the counter. See? You're making the ghost angry, suggesting it only worth 10 gold. Who could do such a thing? Mm. Well, you see, I've uh, dealt with many ghosts in my time, and uh, while I understand that this ghost may seem very valuable, um, I'd only say it's worth about 10 gold uh, based on my experience. He's a collector. As a... She holds up her hands, palms facing you. Okay. Collector's price then. 10 gold for my esteemed friend. All right. Ghost collector, here you are. She passes the bottle to you and she kind of hot potatoes it between her hands for a second (laughs) and then she gives it to you. It almost doesn't leave when she tries to hand hand it off, but then there's this last minute of like it flies out of her hands. (laughs) That's awesome. Jack, look. Whoa, you got the Hanna bottle. A ghost. Mm Mm-hmm. Benny makes his way back to Brenda and at first you see that the Rothe is hiding her face from him coyly. She's shielding her disformed, her disfigured horn away from where he can see. We're going to get to the bottom of this door and look, it's clear they've got hit. Bron, what are you doing? Are you sleeping? Wake up! No, I'm right here. I'm paying attention. <laughs> I'm just not it's feeling just like very eyes well. are like mostly closed. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on. Are they apologizing? I can't speak what you're speaking. I can't hear them. It's all about emotion, Dorn. Look, look, I can teach you. Just look at their eyes and open your heart and imagine what it feels like to be it. It's all about empathy. Once you get yourself in their shoes, you can pretty much guess what they're doing. See, Benny's saying, I'm sorry, Brenda. And Brenda's saying, You should be sorry. (laughs) And Benny's saying, it's because I, well, I don't have a friend in this world. And Brenda's saying, I just wanted to be friends with you too. <laughs> See? Isn't that obvious? And they both look back at you. Doran's like lit another cigarette. He's just standing there watching you <laughs> reenact. And Red's like bouncing from in front yeah. of Brenda to in front of... Yeah, and yeah. and to Benny. and to red these animals eyes contain all of these expressions these micro expressions and the way that they're holding their heads everything tells a story and to doran yeah. there's two oxen standing <laughs> in on a minecart and one of them pees and then <laughs> that's what happens well that's great red you know i'll tell you i'll tell you that's it's a real it's a real gift you've got and and I think you should just keep on doing that 
Red turns back to Doran and he's been crying. <laughs> she was heartbroken, Doran. <laughs> she just, she, she put her, her love out there to Betty and he, he rejected her. We have to make this right. And Red puts his hand on Doran's shoulder. Frango pulls something really big for her. Whoa. Uh, in reality, more so the size of like a large piece of luggage. But she pulls up this big box and sets it with a <laughs> shutter on the table. Hmm. What, what's in the box? <laughs> this is Prango's surprise box. Whoa. Mm. You can't know what's in the box until you buy it. Uh-huh. How much? 25 gold. All right. <laughs> 25 gold over. And he turns to, uh, to Jack and he's like, well, I'm invested now. <laughs> I mean, I was going to go in on this one. Do you want to? I'll split this one with you. Sorry. Damn it. Yeah, <laughs> missing out on a deal. Lot. All right, all right. Surprise box. What do you think mm-hmm. it is, Jack? Another ghost? I hope so. <laughs> I feel like Red and Doran walk back up. Yeah. Uh, Red's just wiping off tears. What's wrong with you? Uh, how did you guys do? Oh, we buried the Rothes. How are you guys doing? Uh, we bought a haunted bottle, and we're about to see what's in the box. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, you're spending all it's your money, beautiful. I see. Oh. And it, what, what seems like mean? Everybody's, everybody's lost their mind except for me. Hey, it was a beautiful wedding. You shut your mouth. And a Pranko's Brother original. Hey, it could be it could be something good. It could be more juice. And Kraloth opens the box. <laughs> Kraloth, inside you find a veritable treasure trove of goblin knickknacks. You find Junk. a handful <laughs> of colorful bugs and beetles, all dead, mind you. I'm imagining like a June bug type beetle, but it's got like lustrous red carapace. A couple of loose crystals that were maybe snapped from a crystalline formation in some deep cave. Three tarnished silver rings. A frog lashed to a stick. The frog is also dead. (laughs) A button. A large mushroom. And a necklace with an opal on it. Uh, With a snap of his finger, Kraloth casts Detect Magic. Hmm. The necklace has a slight aura of magic. And Kraloth closes the box, locks it, looks up at the goblin and says, I love it. In fact, I think it's worth an extra five gold. Wow. (laughs) Wow. She applauds and then she curtsies. Prango thanks you for doing business with her, and with that, she releases you from your prison. <laughs> she Whoa. goes to behind wow, uh... the table, and she cranks this hidden gear, and you hear the sound of stone grinding on stone. And with that, you smell a fresher odor coming from down the passageway. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, we were wondering about that. Good job. Kraloth uh, solving the riddle. Uh, Kraloth is just kind of dumbfounded. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, bye. And we head back to the carts. Goodbye, Prango. Arms full of goblin treasure, the four of you make your way back to the mine carts where the two Rothe are still rubbing horns towards the back of the carts. And strangely, the whole area is lit with this 
beautiful blue light. Doran turns to Red and he kind of nudges him and said, look what you did. Look, look. Oh, isn't it nice? I'll go back and... Oh, oh, God. never mind, never mind. Oh. Guys, we're going to have to give them five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Heather Nichols, Alexander Reed, Merlin, Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cadwell, Colin Burkhart, K.R., Kelly McLeisot, Creature, Michelle Conn, Melanie Shen, Maggie Breeze, Stephen Lovett, Brian Blass, Lars, Gray, Bryn Marie, Daniel, Tara, Doug, Mari Kaniski, and Michael and Brianna Weber. See you soon! Woo! It's an elf. Fuck. It's always... Damn it. What humanoid in a... Fuck off. <laughs> you really can't. What yeah, humanoid am I? We can never say it right. It's tough. Say it. Say it fast. It's, it's what, humanoid what humanoid am I? Am I? What humanoid am I? What humanoid oh, am I? Oh, I couldn't do it. Oh, what humanoid Justin. Am I? Damn it. Hmm. <laughs> it's not a normal... What humanoid am I? The two professional voice actors yeah. fucked it up. What humanoid am I? You're better than everybody, obviously. What humanoid am I? Anyway. 